1: Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by E.P. Wealth. Let's start with an exaggerated quote, shall we? NVIDIA will be the most important company to civilization. We'll talk about that and much, much more on today's episode. An analyst actually said that yesterday. Quote, we are still in the very early innings of a multi-decade computational transformation. AI needs specialized chips to run on and trillions worth of processing chips will be up for replacement through this decade. It's all about AI. The rest of tech will see the unprecedented spending wave not seen since 1995. Over the coming years, but NVIDIA is on the front lines of the best barometer of true spending. This is not hype. It's jaw-dropping how much spending is happening right now. The most important company to civilization. I own shares of NVIDIA. On this show, I told you to buy shares of NVIDIA for the last 20 years. On this show, I've been telling you NVIDIA is important to video games and the video games are capturing more of our kids' eyeballs. On this show last year, when I said when great companies fall, that's when a lot of money can be made. Try to remember that so you don't have to fight and, and, and follow in kind of that panic mode. I know people that feel like they missed out. There'll be another bus. Yesterday, the NASDAQ rose for the third straight day ahead of NVIDIA's much-anticipated earnings. AI demand is only accelerating. NVIDIA shares, which are already up 229% this year, gained 7% after hours. We'll talk a little bit more about it, but let's get through some headlines. Leader of Russian coup attempted, presumed dead in a plane crash. Took about two months for Vladimir Putin to kill the mercenary muscle turned enemy. It appears to have died in a plane crash. it has got all the fingerprints of the Russian KGV doing this. Um, I don't have a lot more to talk about Russia and Ukraine. It's not where I'm good. Tech investing, growth investing, um, handling of your money, turning a little bit into a lot is what I do. CFP Chad Burton tonight is going to be doing an event where he goes over the seven readiness test for retirement. I'm pretty sure this is... Uh, I'm probably down to my last six months of seminars. And then I'm going to change it. and I'm going to do something a little bit different. But uh, the whole give it up two hours on a Thursday night, I'm going to be working till 11 p.m. tonight. That's a long day. 4 a.m. to 11 p.m. Ugh, Yuck. Um, but you can sign up for that event tonight in the Los Gatos Twelve Hotel at robloxshow.com. It's robloxshow.com. What else do we have to hit? Um, there's a new budget smartphone that's going to let you listen to ads, play games, maybe listen to music. Um, will it be the next big thing? I hate next big things. But if you can get a phone that's nice, but you have to listen to ads and play games that have ads in them. Would you do it? Phone's $1,000 now. So, we're, what are they going to give you? A $400 phone? Try to get $400 ads back. The GOP had a primary debate without frontrunner Donald Trump. Today, he will be arraigned in Georgia. Instead of being at the debate, he pre taped an interview with Tucker Carlson, saying he didn't want to be harassed by people that shouldn't even be running for president. Chris Christie got booed. Arkansas's Asa Hutchinson vowed to support Trump. uh, Who is facing multiple indictments if he becomes a nominee, even if he's convicted. Candidates also took swipes at each other. Um, I watched it. I grew up in a family that we felt it was our duty to watch the uh, primaries, and the debates. So my family, my father started his family, you know, probably in the 50s and finished it up in the 60s. So we were very much so it's 20 year span between the oldest brother and the youngest sister. Uh, We had a lot of Americana, like watching the debates was our civic duty. A paralyzed woman was able to speak again, thanks to AI and Johnson stopped being able to talk after suffering a severe stroke 18 years ago. A new study revealed that she could speak again thanks to a brain implant and AI technology that allowed scientists to decode her brain signals and represent them as an avatar speaking words on a computer screen. This is something that um, Elon Musk is working on. Neuralink, just throwing it down there for you. This raises the possibility that brain-computer interfaces and AI can work together to help people who've lost their speech abilities regain verbal communication. India got to the moon on the cheap. Only $75 million landed on the South Pole. That's kind of a neat story. Uh, You know how India does the Bollywood? (laughs) You got to wonder if the astronauts got out and did a little Bollywood. No, just landed. No Bollywood dancing on the moon. But I would like to learn more from the uh, perspective of what the country of India is thinking about it. What else? Um iced coffee. This is a new trend. Uh, both. <laughs> it's not a new trend. It's just it's starting to drive more business for Starbucks. Starbucks fall drinks are intended to be cold instead of hot. Five years ago, cold drinks counted for about 50% of their beverages. Now they account for about 75% of their beverages. I, that's kind of a neat little. I did not know that. And if you think about it. Didn't Starbucks get in there to sell hot coffee? And now they're selling us more cold coffee than ever below before. Never begin. What else do we have to hit? Um, Let's do a little bit about today. I'm going to talk a little bit of real estate. What's working? I'm going to talk about NVIDIA for sure in a little bit more detail. Initial jobless claims increased by 10000 to 230000 Again, the jobs market is good. Still leading the market to believe that the labor market remains tight. That's not going to escape the Fed's eye tomorrow when Alan, not, I almost said Alan Greenspan. Holy mackerel. That's a different Fed president. Um, so tomorrow we get Jackson Hole with Jerome Powell. And he's going to see that tight labor market. He's not not going to like it. He wants the stock market to break a little bit. And he wants the uh, labor market to loosen a little bit so that you can't go and get a higher paying job. One of the headlines I saw this week was that Americans demand $79,900 for their first job or new job. Treasury Department. Always in the news, 10 year treasury yield moved going down uh, to 422 down to 422, 4.22 percent. That number still makes me inclined to be a stock picker in the stock market or uh, going after income. I don't think a 10 year treasury yield at 4.22 percent is healthy. No, no, it's not healthy, it's healthy for the economy. It just creates a tougher environment to win in stocks versus income, unless you're a stock picker. You can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose. Nvidia had a blowout quarter. I'll touch on that and touch on real estate when we come back. Big event tonight in Los Cados Toll House Hotel. The Seven Readiness Test for Retirement. Sign up at Rob Black Show. Think
2: you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors, Thursday, August 24th in Los Gatos. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Thursday, August 24th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven
1: tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. So in the 1990s, when I first started investing, I invested in Intel. Part of my investment philosophy was understand the brand, the marketing, the acceptance. And Intel had the CP market. And I remember the CP market going from the 286 to the 386 to the 486 Uh, and then they went to the Pentium and the Pentium one, the Pentium two, Pentium three, Pentium four. Uh, but the commercials with the dancing bunnies, like, why were we watching commercials on TV with guys in semiconductor suits dancing with neon lights? And then you'd hear that dun, 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 dun intel inside at the end of the commercial where if dell did a television commercial it's got to be a dell dude remember the dell dude who got busted for marijuana and ended his career as a spokesperson kind of seems silly uh, because he was talking like a surfer <laughs> he clearly was a surfer right but when you understand how important it is to associate a brand with cpu or a brand with gpu 20-plus years ago, I had Christopher Knight on the show because I played video games. And Christopher Knight was Peter Brady, and he was on the board of directors for NVIDIA. He actually came to the show for two hours. We talked mostly about Brady, a little bit about video games. He was very gracious. Um, And that's when I first started buying NVIDIA. So today it hits a 52-week high. Shares have increased 220% this year. AI-driven demand for NVIDIA chips has been a boon for the chip maker. When you think AI, you might start thinking NVIDIA. That's what's important there. Gaming mounted a comeback with sales climbing 22% for their 4086 chips. Um, Professional visualization visualization remained a laggard, falling 24% year over year. Um, there is a company called Unify Software that's kind of in this world of the metaverse, but Nvidia is in the metaverse. They're in the AI verse. They're in the video game verse. They're in the data center verse, and they're pretty dominant in many of those areas, if not all of those areas. Nvidia price target went to six hundred dollars today at Stifle, but it was upgraded to outperform at Xane B and Paribas seven hundred and forty five dollars. Um, It was an outstanding quarter. If you haven't heard the conference call, I would try to find it online. If you've never heard a conference call, uh, the CEO, if he were to ever die, people would sell the shares. You kind of feel like he's got a cult magnetism. Stock's up 14 today to 485.77. It opened at a high last night it traded in the low 500s after market let bring in Tony Mendez from com. That's dot I was talking to you yesterday, Tony. You and I have been long friends, and you are my mortgage lender. You've done every mortgage loan that I've had in California. Uh, I expect you to do my next couple of loans in the coming years, and uh, you're a trusted friend, to say the least. Uh, what's happening in the world of mortgages, Tony?
3: Well, a variety of things. I mean... You know, we're a mortgage broker, so, uh, you know, we've been in business since 1992. And, you know, we just – we have a lot of clients coming in for different kinds of loans. It's not a steady refinance market like we saw, you know, going back to, you know, 2000 – sorry, 2020 to 2022-ish. So, you know, everything from investors doing, you know – Cash out transactions, or they're buying multi units, or they're doing rehab loans. We're doing reverse mortgages. That's something that's uh, an interesting way to kind of, you know, combat the high cost of housing, and uh, you know, some purchases here and there. The jumbo markets kind of slowed down because you know the high price and the high, the high rate. Right now, we hit a twenty-two year high on on mortgage rates. Applications mm-hmm. are down to twenty-eight year lows. So there's there's quite a A bit of buzz of what's you know what to really expect for the rest of this year, going into next spring's buying season.
1: It's interesting. I play a game with my spouse of how do other people live. She's kind of out of touch, and I'm saying that when we retire and the kids leave the nest, we could rent out one of their rooms if we needed the income. Many Americans need that extra income to either support their retirement or to support their mortgage or anything else. People get creative is what I was trying to get at her. And the idea of renting out one of the kids room was a ghastly to her. It's funny how people approach real estate a little bit differently. Um, but we are going to be doing more transactions and you're going to be helping with those. People can find you at Bay uh, You also do a podcast and a radio show on this network. Um, unfortunately, that was yesterday. But if people want to meet you, they can meet you tonight at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos. I always bring you along because people always want to talk real estate, even when they're talking retirement readiness. Um, one of the more interesting loans that you've recently been working with is reverse mortgage and financial planners. We we see them and we we know it's a product that can be used. And basically, you own a lot of equity in a home. You hit 65, 70 years old and you say, you know, I don't have enough in my 401k or I don't want to take all of that out right now, so I'm going to do a reverse mortgage. Um, It's kind of funky, right? It's the the mortgage company paying you back versus you paying the mortgage. But when you die, they get the house, or when you run out of equity, um, it becomes problematic. It's a complicated mortgage, and people. It's a a complicated mortgage, and people should work with an expert. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, in in fact, this is one of those loans that you actually have to do counseling in order to even uh. you know get it you you have to actually wait in california has a wait period i think it's six days or seven days after you do the counseling before you can even go into a transaction so it can be complicated and and you know it, it you know there's errors involved you know oh my parents are you know squandering away my my inheritance so you know and if there's it's an older person and and they're counting on the guidance of their children maybe for their finances then that gets a little tricky, but ultimately it, it's it is a tool. We we work with financial planners, including you know some of the clients that you guys have, have sent our way that you know have been advised by their financial planners to do a reverse mortgage because maybe the social security isn't working as the way they want it, and maybe they they don't want to draw off the IRA and they can get into a reverse mortgage with no payments. So there's, it's a great tool, but definitely worth working with somebody who knows what they're doing.
1: Is there anything else that we need to know while you're on this segment?
3: No, I think the, the yeah. you know the seminars is you know planning for that tonight. That's a really good great event. Ben, I, I think you have been doing these for like twenty years. This is uh, you know Chad and, and you guys put together a really uh, fascinating. Um, yeah, I've, uh, decided, I'm gonna, and, I've yeah. decided I'm and I've
1: decided I'm going to only do them about six more months, and then I'm going to change up and do something very different. So, last chance. This will probably be my last time at the Toll House Hotel, which will be very kind of kind of nice. You know, it's kind of nice to say goodbye to such a lovely location. Seven readiness tests.
0: Yeah.
1: So, um, Tony and I will be there early, setting up. And uh, when we're there, we'll find us probably at the bar. Uh, If you have questions before the event, questions after the event, questions during the event. Uh, CFP Chad Burton is running it. It's going to be from 630 to 830 tonight. Toll House Hotel, Los Gatos, California. Sign up at uh, RobBlack.com. That's RobBlack.com. What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at RobBlack.com. That's RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. So I used uh, ChatGPT yesterday, and I'm strongly considering paying for the the, I use the 3.5 version. I'm strongly considering paying for the 4.0 version on a subscription basis. And as long as I stay in business and finance and need projects done on the side, um, I'm going to keep considering it. And I think it's it's around to stay as a finance, uh, business tool. I don't know an industry that's not touched by it um, in any way, shape, or form. You can ask it to... A real estate agent. One that comes to mind is I have a client, and these are your data inputs. Client wants to live three miles from ballpark. Client wants twelve hundred square foot apartment. Client wants apartments on the market for less than thirty days. Client wants, and you can put in all your demands, and it'll go through all the databases and find it for you. Now that kind of technology already exists. But when you see it in work, um, write a commercial for a client that wants to live in a ballpark on a house that has been on the market for 30 days or less, it'll write the whole sales pitch. It'll find it for you. Then it'll write the sales pitch. It's pretty impressive. Um, My son had The Hunger Games was part of one of his books that he had to read last year. And to show him the technology and to show him how easy it is to cheat um i said write a book report on the eighth grade level about the hunger games make it three pages and it did a perfect job so if he's reading a chapter in fahrenheit um 451 we could do something along the lines of um let's say he's reading chapter four give me a chapter summary of fahrenheit 451 and let's say his book report is on a level of um, African-American minorities representation. And it'll find the information if it's out there. I do not think it is a tool that replaces your own work. I think it is a tool that supplements and does a great job of summarizing your your work. Uh, anytime he has a math problem, he goes to chat GPT and it shows him the work. And he learns how to do it properly. I think this is a new computer era. We're going from general purpose computing to accelerated computing to generative AI. I don't want you to underestimate this. Um, Jensen Wang, who has been seeing his fortune soar by two hundred percent to forty two billion this year uh He's the 29th richest person in the world. That number going to keep climbing. Now, again, are there other investments? Yes. Um, am I saying that you should buy it now? No. I own shares. I'm not adding. I'm not subtracting. Gaming had a great quarter for NVIDIA. Sales climbed 22%. Data Center was its most substantial. But they also talked about China and saying... A lot of U.S. companies are going to miss out on this whole China-U.S. tension. Data center revenue was up 171%. Can you imagine? You've been using the Internet since probably 1995, ordering books on Amazon, things like that. And you, you kind of assume, yeah, there's probably a lot of data centers already out there. To see the growth of 171% is telling. uh As I've entered high school with a son, one of the things that I've learned is how the college community and the high school community, where you're in a science tech school, how dominant they want to be in the future, and how cutting edge they are on ordering NVIDIA chips. Just throwing that down there for you. The pumpkin spice latte is back as of today. I bring this up in large part because I think Starbucks is a fine investment over time. I don't own Starbucks except for through S&P 500 funds, right? Um, But what's also impressive about it is how the company has changed. It used to be hot coffee before work. Now they're doing cold coffees as 70% of their beverages, 75% of their beverages. When I'm at my local strip mall, um, and high school kids show up after school, they're showing up with iced coffees. That's the cool thing. And they ain't cheap. Don't say ain't because your mother might faint in your mouth. I'm so bad with my grammar. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, let's keep moving. Forty six percent of divorced couples say their number conflict number one conflict in the relationship was not money the biggest conflict in relationships career choices parenting differences division of household labor relationships family relationship with friends then comes finances number six you probably would have thought that number was different only five percent of divorces say that their their marriage um, could have been saved Um, a whopping 63 percent said they have had better understanding of commitment prior to marrying could have helped them avoid divorce It is important, I believe, to talk about money with your spouse. I know a woman who is in her 50s and she's now starting to date and she's got a pretty sizable asset. And she was asking me, Why is this new boyfriend asking to control my stocks? He works in the industry. And I was like, Well, there is some disclosure laws, but boyfriend, girlfriend is not going to be an issue. Keep it separate. Never, ever put your finances in his name. He's a boyfriend. And when you marry at age 50 and you've got a million plus dollars and he's got maybe zero, maybe a million plus dollars, don't come in and your money. Don't do it until you've been a couple for five years and then discuss it. I would say every couple over 50 could use some couples therapy. Um, I know that's a silly thing to say and it's easy for a wealthy dude to spend other people's money on therapy, but I think second marriages and, uh, Dating late in life is not the same as early in life. One young woman, I was reading her uh, book about her dad and saving money where she watched him save money his whole life and retire at 55, and she didn't really think he was a genius until he retired at 55. But he taught her to set goals, create budgets, track your progress, avoid lifestyle inflation, Um, her parents always lived below their means. That was essential to retiring early. They invested at least half of any raise bonuses were invested in rental properties that could generate income. When they got married, the parents bought a house that was priced at half what they could actually afford. It's great when a young woman, a daughter sees her father do money, right? It's not lost on me that men and women are different. And that as a man, I've had doors open for me more so than maybe a woman, That's changing for sure. It's changed in many ways, but I still think that. uh, Oftentimes I say on the air, I feel that I had an advantage being born Caucasian. Male six feet tall plus. With parents that demanded college education. If any of those four things weren't true, I think I'd be less successful today. I know that sounds crazy. Maybe I could have overcome the challenges of my skin color. Maybe I could have overcome the challenges of my my gender. Um, But I'm going to tell you, I I think it helped. So um, her dad also taught her to have a backup plan for income. Rather than continue with the company where she had worked, she decided to start her own consulting business online that would help her transition to full-time retirement. So she referred to it as fun money as she stepped away from corporate America with enough to retire. She still worked as a consultant um, to keep that cash flow going. I was looking at a driving company yesterday because I'm always looking for stories on how people have alternative income. If you don't want to drive for Uber or uh, Lyft, there's a company called Alto, which it's a lot different. use a company car you get paid hourly Uh, tips are a bonus Uh, they are not part of your life but you also get a 401k you get a set schedule and it's just a higher-end driving service and for this person it works incredibly well and i was like that's interesting i like i always like to see how people figure out how to crack the nut jeremy siegel has figured out how to crack the nut he's the squirrel brain that i love the most not the most but he's one of those Older men that when he talks, I listen. He's a Wharton professor. He says there's no way bonds are better than stocks for the long term. And what have I been saying recently? Recently, for me, most of my new money has been going into income, i.e. bonds or money markets. And he's telling me, Rob, there's no way bonds are better stock than stocks over the long term. And he's right. And I know that. Uh, Bond yields are attractive, but there's no way they beat stocks for long-term investors, The Wharton finance professor pointed to the rising bond yields over the past year, with a yield on the 10-year treasury around 4.34% on Monday. The yield for treasury inflation-protected securities is currently around 2%. The S&P 500 is currently trading with a price-to-earnings ratio of about 20, which means stocks have around a 5% yield. It will take investors around 14 years to double their money in the benchmark index. By the time you've doubled your money in bonds, you've multiplied your money by five times in stocks. By the time you've doubled your money in bonds, you've multiplied your money by five times in stocks. He's right. He's right. So as I short-term turtle up and I really like the income that I'm getting. I'm going to deploy a lot of that cash in the next six, 12, 18 months. Uh, the moment I feel rates are starting to soften, maybe the moment before, maybe a moment too late. That's when I start a little bit of a shift here and a little bit of a shift there. Big event coming up tonight. I'm going to talk about some of my recent purchases, but also I'm there to listen to Chad give the seven retirement readiness tests at the Los Angeles Toll House Hotel, 630 to 830 tonight at um, the Toll House Hotel. Sign up at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Questions about Social Security? Check out the Social Security Retirement Guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. There's continued strength in NVIDIA after its blowout earnings results and guidance. There's some weakness in some mega cap stock names today. A lot of stocks are rolling over from their earlier levels. We are still in the month of August and September, traditionally an underperformance time of the year. I still believe by the end of the year, we will be trading higher on the S&P 500. But we have to get through this period of time where we don't know where the bottom is but we're close strength today and some safety like real estate and utilities weakness and consumer discretionary and energy. I'm not surprised by what we're seeing. Um, The market has had a great beginning of the year. We were waiting for NVIDIA's earnings. They came, they delivered, they came, they they chewed bubble gum, they kicked butt, whatever you want to say. They did a nice job, but I can tell you, taking a look at, some of the other tech stocks out there that we talk about on a regular basis on this show. Not everyone's doing as well. Um, Nvidia really delivered and I always want to stay on it for another minute or two without getting too crazy. In the last 10 years, they've developed a software platform called CUDA that allows startups and corporations to use robust software with the semiconductors at NVIDIA cells. So they've created an, an, uh, an ecology where if you want to develop AI, you start with the semiconductor for sure. But the people that you're going to be coming up with software, they can use software that's already been developed for them. Um, that is a huge advantage. Cars. They saw 15% growth year over year. Soft demand out of China. But cars use more semiconductors than ever. And if you've ever played a video game on the Xbox or the PlayStation, keep in mind current Xboxes and PlayStations don't use NVIDIA chips. They use AMD chips. The past versions have used NVIDIA chips. When I buy a PC for a gaming rig for my kids, it's got to be NVIDIA. But if you've ever played a, a video game where you're you're doing the self-driving um, not the self-driving, but like the racing through the mud and, you know, the fast cars and such. Um, that visualization is important. Like when you come up on a car and start drafting off of it, when you come up on a car and you, you slam into it, a lot of that technology works with self-driving cars where it, it sees things in front of you. It's able to process the road in real time heightened ai demand for nvidia chips has been a boon for the chipmaker, which is historically focused on graphics processing units gpus companies across industries move to build out their ai chops there has never been more demand uh for ai chips from nvidia they're upping product by three times this quarter um they said they're going to up demand the following quarter they're going to up demand they're going meet up with scale demands, so they're going up production. They're not going to let this opportunity miss. Plus, they throw in a $25 billion stock buyback, telling you that the management still sees their stock as cheap. Is it? No, not in the short term. Um, what else do we have to hit today? So the market's kind of rolled over today. Interesting. Um, yesterday, I introduced a concept that a lot of people don't think about when it comes to Social Security. That yes, you could take it at 62. For most people, that's going to be a mistake. For most, not some, most. But a lot of people see it as free money. And I get it. The typical Social Security payment's around $1,837 a month. The most common age to collect is 62. That results in drastically reduced benefits versus waiting until either full retirement age or age 70, where the Benefits max out by waiting. Uh, your benefit will be boosted by 24% each month from whatever your base benefit would be uh, if you wait till 70. If you go early, your benefit will be cut by a staggering 30% each month if you collect Social Security on your 62nd birthday. So, for perspective, if your full retirement benefit would be two thousand dollars per month, if you claim it at age sixty two you're only going to get fourteen hundred dollars a month. Well, if you wait till age seventy you're going to get twenty four hundred and eighty dollars a month that's over a thousand dollar difference every single month for many that is your retirement plan right there plus you there's something called and this is all tied in towards the cost of living adjustment plus after you wait for the from 62 to 65 you're getting less than what you were promised but from 65 that's when you're getting what you were promised but from 65 and one month on you start getting cost of living adjustments on top of 8% hikes roughly it's a really really good idea to wait because that cost of living adjustment on top of the bonus of getting more for waiting now, again, this is if you live to like 84, 85, that's going to be all the difference in the world. If you live to 90, you're going to be thrilled you waited. If you live to 95, you're going to be exuberated that you waited. Throwing that down there for you. It's interesting. I have a screen on it, video that I didn't update from last night. And uh, last night after market, that stock went cray cray. Um, telling me that there was a lot of exuberance. The it's gone. I could find so many stocks to buy right now, which is the fun part about me. Um, up about eight bucks a day, up about 1.6 percent. So it's given up a lot of the gains from the open, but a lot, even more crazy gains from last night. is that 510 last night in aftermarket? It might have been higher because aftermarket things jump around, jump, jump, jump up, jump up, and jump around. Uh, what else do we have to hit? Um, I think that's it. I think we can go home. No, I was talking to a friend yesterday, and it's interesting because she's got a trust. and 30. We're talking about setting up trust properly for kids, and she's 50-plus, and uh, she's... Got a brother who's estranged, essentially because when dad died, he didn't set his trust up correctly, and he got the kids fighting each other. Big event tonight, 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 Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos. Retirement readiness test. Sign up at RobLackShow.com. That's RobLackShow.com.
2: Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors, Thursday, August 24th in Los Gatos. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, Pass on your estate and minimize taxes. This event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Thursday, August 24th, 630 to 830 p.m. at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com.